This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs <laughs> on 95.7 The Game. Well, thank you, Mike Silver. And hello, Kyle. Everybody say hi to Kyle Madsen hi, in Kyle. for uh, for, uh, for Dan Dibley today. Hi, buddy. Hey, how are you? Yeah, what's uh, what's going on? I'm great. Are you? really looking forward to 11 o'clock. Are, are you looking forward to 11? 44 minutes. I'm looking forward to, to 9.30 and 10 and 10.30 and 11 and 11.30 yeah, that also. Too. I mean, that'll be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mark Clayton and... I mean, now that, now that they, like, we're going to do some of the Aaron Judge and Giant stuff a little bit later on in the show, but because of that buildup of the tease... We'll give you that coming up in about 10 minutes. How about that? We'll give okay, you that fine. coming up in 10 minutes and then discuss it a little bit more later because then Mark Clayton's going to come on and we'll get into this 49er Dolphin game. We always love to label these now. Um, and it's not a must win. And then earlier in the week, I feel like you wanted to tell me that it was a gotta have it game. I'm not even going to put that label on it. This is not a gotta have it game. This is a wanna have it game. Wanna, wanna, wanna have it. But you don't need it. But it, it, but okay. In in terms of the standings, yes. Like literally, the 49ers are the three seed right now. They're not moving. Win or loss, right? Vikings win or loss, Seahawks win. It doesn't matter. They're the three seed after Sunday. So do they need it? Do they got it? in terms of their chase for the playoffs? Probably not. But when you look at their schedule and the truly like good teams they've played. Who have they beat where you're like, hey, that was an awesome win? Yeah, not really anyone. Although the, the Rams looked like it at the time. Right, and that's but they stink. But they didn't then. 
Not the same way they do now. No, that's fair. I mean, my that's gosh, fair. they don't even have their it players It was a better now. win than it, than was, it is It now. was Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford and Jalen sure. Ramsey, and now nobody's playing. So it's a different team now. Uh, but we do that. Yeah, if you look back on the 49ers schedule, mm-hmm. uh, no, their, their wins don't look that impressive. And I, I, I think it's less about, about getting a win. Because if they lose 21 to 17, it's not going to be like the roof is on fire. This team can't beat anybody. But if they have a game that looks like the Chiefs game against another explosive offense, that's trouble. In games that Tua, Tua starts, they're averaging 28 points a game. That's third in the league. Yep. So when, and I think they're like six overall. So they need to go shut down a good offense. Not necessarily, they're not going to hold them to 13 points. Maybe they will. But, I, I mean, supposed may, to maybe, be some rain. Sure. May, which, maybe. Maybe that helps them. But can you keep them to, like you said, 21, 22, 23 points? And then can the offense, can you do that complimentary football against a good, bona fide playoff team that might even be a Super Bowl contender in the AFC? Yeah. That's what, like, just play them well. You don't I, have to win. I think that the 49ers are definitely going to keep the Dolphins under 24 points. I actually, I firmly believe that. And you can weigh in on this game, 888-957-9570. I, I, I want to throw something out there. This happens when a team gets on a streak, and we're very, very fantasy football focused as a nation, and so we get excited about these stats. So here's what's happened the last four weeks for the Miami Dolphins, okay? They got in a shootout with the Detroit Lions, and they won 31 to 27. Is they it sure did. is it impressive to score 31 on the Lions? It's impressive to score 31 on any NFL okay. defense. Okay, all right, all right. But like no, the, I get what you're saying. Lions yeah, no, defense. Point taken. Next week, Chicago Bears, they scored 35. Bears defense. How yeah. are we doing? Niners only scored 10. Uh, yeah, great. <laughs> Just, context. Justin Fields went into a period where he was scoring 30 points yes. every week, and he lost yes. almost all of them. The Bears traded their defensive players away. Yes. The following week, they scored 39 against the Cleveland Browns. Um, Miles Garrett, TPOY. Yep, and a team that is not stopping anyone all year long. They stink. Exactly. And then they put up 30 in two and a half quarters against the very worst team in the entire NFL in the Houston Texans. The start of this win streak happened at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Dolphins scored 16. Mm Mm-hmm. 16. So I'm not here to tell you they're not a good offense. They are. But you give me Niner defense and rain, the Dolphins aren't scoring 30 points this weekend. And if they are, the Niners are a fraud. Wow. You're bringing out the fraud word. That's you, big time. Uh, come on. But that's, what, home but, game, I mean, that's where I'm at. A that's home what, game with rain, with a defense that hasn't given up a second half point in over a month. Right. You're not giving up 30. And if you are, then you're not who we think right. you are. Right. Like that, and that's, that's, that's that's true. That's where I that's where I'm coming at this from the like gotta have it. Gotta, like no, you just gotta play well. Maybe the Niners' offense stumbles. Maybe there's no Debo. Maybe McCaffrey's limited. Yep. And just kind of like man, you know what? They scored 16, but they held the Dolphins to 20. Like that. That is what matters to me this weekend. Far more than far more than winning. Like obviously you want to win every game, but. Like you said, can can you take an offense that's Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill and Raheem Mostert maybe and Jeff Wilson Jr. and Tua who's playing as well as anybody right now, and can you make the adjustments like the Chiefs killed them, like the Chiefs made the 49ers defense look like a high school pedestrian, defense. absolutely. And I yeah. get Nick Bosa was coming back from the injury and Traverius Ward was. Coming, I'm I'm with all that. Yep. 
Yep. But at the same time, I think the Niners needed to learn some stuff from that game. And I think the Dolphins are going to say, hey, they really struggled with speed on the outside. What do we have? Speed. We're going to use the hell out of it. Yep. So I, I'm fascinated to see how the Niners make that adjustment and if they've made that adjustment. I don't think the 49ers lack for confidence. Um, so I'm, I'm not worried about that, but it is almost a confidence builder game. It's a benchmark mm-hmm. game. It's not a must win. It's not a got, a got to have it. It's just a big old measuring mm-hmm. stick game. It is a benchmark game as the 49ers have won four in a row and they've told everybody, we are the NFC West team. We are going to be a top three seed in the NFC. Again, right now, we think. Mm-hmm. And we are one of the true Super Bowl contenders out of this conference. And if you now go win this game, that gets solidified. Yes. Doesn't mean they're going to win out or, or any of that stuff. There are a lot of football games left. But I have said a number of times this week, I believe that I am stating the Super Bowl matchup in one form or another when I say Dolphins, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers. Those are my three teams in each conference. I think when I say them out loud, that's the Super Bowl in some form. Mm -hmm. You know those old math problems where you're like, okay, draw a line from this one to that. One of those matchups is going to be the Super Bowl this year. And if the 49ers really want to solidify themselves as one of those teams, then you go out there and you show up well in a home game with rain that should slow them down, and you let your number one ranked defense do its thing, and you win the football game. So I I think both teams are potentially going to struggle to get to 24, just because the 49ers do. They just struggle to get to 24. But add in the weather and the style of game that they're going to want to play, I got a feeling about Jordan Mason this week. I really do. Jimmy said something interesting about him yesterday. We'll get to that. But I think this is going to be a time of possession game. The 49ers are going to keep the ball out of the hands of Tua and those speed receivers. It's going to be a little bit of a wet track. All that stuff favors the 49ers and a whatever you want to say, kind of a 23-20 to type of a football game. Yeah, I, I, I think that's probably right. I, I, I hope that's right because the lower scoring, obviously, the, it favors San Francisco. Sure. So you brought up a couple of things that I find endlessly interesting about the NFL and then about the 49ers. So let's put a pin in the NFL thing and the whole like Super Bowl contenders. This, these are the three on in each side because I think you're mostly right, but it feels like every year you get a Bengals. Where it's like, where did that team come sure, from? Sure, I mean, the, in the, like, the Vikings so, complain. I mean, right, they're, sure. they're teams, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, so let's put a pin in that because I don't want to run through through all the... The Niners running back situation is so interesting because obviously Eli Mitchell's out. Christian McCaffrey, I honestly, I'm not sure if I want Christian McCaffrey playing. He says he's a full go. He says he... Right, yeah. but... So, full so, go. So what is that? Because I feel like a full go for him could be like, he's going to play a lot of receiver. Sure. And it's going to be a lot of the th- one thing I don't want this weekend is a 20 carries for Christian McCaffrey. Right. Don't y- give it to you drafted a guy in the third round and Jordan Mason. Look at that. Like, give, let them. Yep. The other thing I don't want. Don't give me Tevin Coleman for the love of God. I don't think they're going. to. I don't care that he knows where to line up. I and know, I don't care I that he knows what to do in pass. No, it, 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 give it, me Jordan Mason and Ty Davis. Brett, it, please. It, it makes you feel like and I know what we do every single year with this team when they draft a running back in the third round or the fourth round. Mm-hmm. And then you get here and you're like, 
what are you doing? Why why are we either grabbing an undrafted free agent and putting them ahead of that guy mm-hmm. or re-signing somebody you used to know right. um, back from, you know, two years ago who, and I'm not going to call Tevin Coleman wash, but even when he did come in and play earlier this year, he didn't put up anything impressive. He didn't right. put up numbers. There's a reason he keeps being available and he's hanging out on a practice squad. Right. So I'm with you. I'm with you. If they're not ready to pass block by now, something's wrong with Jordan Mason and TDP. They should be able to handle that by now. So I do think you're going to get a lot of Mason. Jimmy Garoppolo said something to suggest just that. We'll get to all of that and Mark Clayton coming up in just a bit, which is what's up next on the game, brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. Also sponsored by Bed Bath & Beyond. And I promised it, so I am going to say it. We'll discuss it later. A week ago... Aaron Judge changed his Instagram avatar from a Yankee uniform to a suit. Mm. No big deal. With men's warehouse. No big deal, right? Last night, he removed the words New York from his bio. It said, Christian, New York. Now it just says Christian. McCaffrey? No. Oh, boy. Not necessarily, but maybe. Maybe. You don't know that. I, I don't. I do not. I've never been to church with Aaron. You got to Google it. I'd like to go to the church of Oracle Park with him next year. So, here we are again. Does the social media stuff matter? The answer is usually yes. Stir that around in your coffee and think about it. And we'll discuss all of that, including plenty of Warrior stuff. Draymond Green, in-depth interview um, with uh, with Mark Spears. So we got all kinds of stuff to get to, including your phone calls at 888-957-9570. Coming up next, Kyle's in for Dibs. It's Willard and Dibs, 95.7 The Game. Thanks, Kyle. The Jockery champion of all time. You hear that, Fonte? Here on 95.7 The Game. Except for not today. It's Kyle in for dibs on a football Friday here on Willard and Dibs. And football this weekend means Miami Dolphins and it means San Francisco 49ers. And I can tell you as a uh, as a child of the 80s, as somebody coming up and getting into sports, getting into baseball cards and football cards, man, I was a 49er fan and then I was a fan of one other thing. And that was... The Marx Brothers, Clayton and Duper. Man, I used to be out on my little cul-de-sac growing up, which was perfectly set up like it had sidelines. And I was pretending that I was Mark Clayton and Mark Duper until, of course, you guys ended up playing the 49ers in the Super Bowl. And then I had to give it up, Mark. That was, that was, that was the end of that. Oh no, man! You can't be fair weather like that, man. You can you if you were with us, you got to be with us. I don't care if we was playing the Forty Nineers and you live out here, but that's cool though. I understand. <laughs> How you doing, man? It's uh, it's great to have you. And I hear now, are you coming out here? Obviously, not just for the game. Do, do you have an event with you and Duper and John Clayton and Eric Wright? Do I have that right? John John Taylor and Eric. John Wright. John Taylor. Sorry, John Clayton. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're gonna be at the Missions Peak. Uh, sports complex in, in Fremont on Saturday starts at 2 
Andrew 10, man, we're going to have a lot of fun there, man. They got raffles, prizes, man, meet it, uh, some meet and greet, you know, your, 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 your legends here. So, uh, um, man, we're looking forward to that. And uh, uh, right now, I've got a tea time in about 20, 20 25 minutes. I'm going to play quarter vial out here, and I'm looking forward to that, too, as well. Where are you playing? Playing at Quarterville. Quarterville. Oh, Quarterville. Yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. Uh, how did you? How, so it's it's you and Mark Duper and John Taylor and Eric Wright. How did uh, how did you link up with those guys? Did that start when you guys met up in uh, in the Super Bowl back in '85? Well, John John wasn't on the team then. We're we're older than John, but uh, Eric was on the team. And uh, uh, no, we I've been friends with those guys for years. Even though we played against each other, man, they're very good friends of mine. Uh, it's a guy that lives out here. It's a huge Dolphin fan. And he thought this might be a good idea to you know put something together. Um, he grew up a Dolphin fan living out here, and then and he made it happen. So uh, we're excited about the about the event on Saturday. Looking forward to uh, meeting some of the, our fans from out here on the West Coast, man. And it should be a lot of fun. Um, Mark Clayton and Mark Duper, uh, Duper and Clayton, or Waddle and Hill. Is this giving you any, any sort of uh, any sort of comparisons in your mind, Mark? Well, you know, everybody else is, you know, I'm seeing what they see to, to really make them think that uh, they can compare them to us. But uh, we did it for a long time. We did it for 10 years. You know, I, I understand the excitement that these young guys, these young kids are, are bringing them. And uh, if they sustain this and do it for some length of time, then uh, uh, I'll say that they were spot on. But right now, I like what I see, too, as well. Those, those are some very good players. Uh, and, and the sky's the limit for those guys. And I'm lo really looking forward to seeing, you know, uh, what kind of career that they can put together. I know one thing. I know uh, uh, my my uh, team record of 1389 yards are going to fall real oh. quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> Hill is right now at 1100 and something right now. You know, so uh, I hate I'm to... looking, looking forward to that going down and stuff. I'm very excited for them. But uh, the thing that these guys are doing, they're, they're keeping Duper and I relevant. Uh, they're talking about us still after 20-something years later. So that, that's a good thing also. So, Tua Tungavailoa was, was, I mean, it looked like he was on his way out of the league prior to this year. They get a new head coach. They get it. Jalen Waddle starts to figure it out. They bring in Tyreek Hill. And now Tua Tungavailoa is an MVP candidate. Do the, do the wide receivers make the quarterback or vice versa for you? Oh, me, neither one. I think that, you know, neither one could do without the other so I don't think either one makes the other one so uh, a lot of people want to say that that uh, maybe Dan made us but Dan Marino couldn't have done his thing without us doing our thing so and, and we couldn't have done our thing without Dan us being able to get us the ball so I think it goes hand in hand uh, but just as long as they get it done I don't care who makes who just get it done as Al Davis used to say just win baby Dolphins great Mark Clayton with us here on Willard and Dibs. Kyle in for Dibs, 95-7 the game. Mark, this is another one of those classic matchups that we see through the years of the league where one of the great defenses takes on one of the great offenses. Typically, the defense comes out on top in that scenario. Do you see this as that? Does the 49er defense have an edge on the Dolphins offense? Well, I, you know, only time will tell, man. Uh, uh, they, they say that, that 
defense wins championships, uh, offense puts the, the people in the seat. So uh, something's got to give because the Dolphins' offense is ranked up there in the top five in the league, and the and the. The 49ers defense is, are, is also in the top five in, in the league in defense. So something's got to give, and we're going to see. I'm looking forward to a very exciting game on Sunday, and, uh, um, and I'm sure Coach McDaniels is looking forward to coming back here, uh, showing the teacher a thing or two, what he learned from him. Something that's very near and dear to us out here in San Francisco is Roger Craig and trying to get Roger Craig into the Hall of Fame where I think he belongs. I believe you also belong in the Hall of Fame, Mark. How do we get, how do we get you to Canton, man? I don't know, man, but Roger's a very good friend of mine, too, as well, man. And uh, we came into the league the same year. I think that class of 83, that draft right there, was the best draft in NFL history. And I think that Roger rightfully man. deserves to be at Canada. But, you know, I don't think that there's a barometer that it, that it, it takes to get into Canada. I think it's a, a pure crapshoot, and I don't think that that's fair to some of the guys that put their blood, sweat, and tears out there on the field to, to really do some of the things they did and not get the, the accolades that they rightfully deserve. Mark, it's wild when you're talking about your Dolphins record, 1389 in terms of yards back in 1984. It's wild what's happened to wide receiver stats, passing stats in the league since you played. I mean, you guys had a nickname, uh, yet uh, you only had five years over 1,000 yards, and a couple of those were barely over 1,000 yards, and I say that knowing that that was great back then. But, I mean, here's Tyreek Hill. We're barely past halfway through the year, and he's already coming up on your record of 1,300 yards. He's at 1233 right now, and a lot of that is ha- it has to do with the way they've legislated defense to a degree out of the game how is receiving different now than it was then well it's very different now because some of the rules that 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 we had in place back then they are uh, um they they are called making the calls right now they are uh uh, the the five-yard illegal contact uh man we got held and grabbed all the way down the field and they never called it The, the rules was in place they just wasn't uh uh enforced that's what I tell people. And also, I tell people that the 1389 that I, I, I caught that for that year and stuff, I only I caught, I got those yards on 73 catches. <laughs> right now, the two is, I mean, uh, uh, Tarek Hill got, shoot, I don't 80, know what. 87. 87 <laughs> catches already. 87 on, catches. Man. But that's just the nature of the beast. That the, the game has changed, you know, to make it, you know, more you know, enticing for offense and scoring for for the fans uh, to see. But uh, um, I, I tell people all the time, I said, man, if these rules were, if I played with these rules in place right now, I said I was really not intimidated about going over the middle back then when they could knock your head off. I wouldn't even flinch now in this game. Was there and and I know you say you're not, you weren't intimidated, and I, I wouldn't expect you to be uh, on the football field, but. Was there a was there a defender that that you went up against where when you saw him either line up across from you or you saw him in the middle of the field you're like uh, it's going to be a long day like this is just going to be a tougher day than usual? No, no, I I was very confident in in my work ethic that I put in and, and the practice that I put in. You know, I respect it all, but I feared none. And I just knew that any time that we went out there, I respected those guys as being professionals. And I knew it was going to be, uh, I was going to have my work cut out for me in, in any game because those guys were so much bigger than I was anyway. So I had to really be on the top of my game. Uh, Mark, I know you professional athletes are usually just good at everything. What are you expecting to shoot out there on the golf course today? Mm. I don't know, man. I'm not really, you know, I, 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 I'm about a 
12 to 14 handicap. Okay. It, it, anything up under 100 would be good for me. Oh, okay. All right. I, I mean, I thought you were going to, you know, put up a 78. What's your best round ever? Uh, uh, my best round is a 79. Okay. Oh. See, see, yeah. so, I mean, That's you light work. call yourself a 12 or 14, but you can break 80. I mean, come on, Mark. But hey, man, this is a course that I've never, ever seen before. And yep. it's very challenging out here. I'm at the range right now. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and then, then I, I saw some of the holes from the range. I was like, oh, man, I no, this is a pretty challenging course out here. But I'm looking forward to the challenges always. Oh, go have fun, I got, man. I got Duper right here. He's talking about taking, taking some of my money. I told him he's got to bring some to get some. <laughs> I love, I love, I love that you guys are still yeah, bouncing really around cool. together, man. Yeah, are you guys, are you guys as close off the field as you were on? No question. You know, we yeah, still probable. been in contact. You know, Duper lives in Florida. I live in Texas, but we still, we still in very in contact with each other all the time, every year. All right, go That's take awesome. his money, man. All right, man. I just want to tell the fans out there, you know, come and meet some of your 49ers legends and Dolphin legends. Uh, we're going to be at the Missions Peak Sports Complex in Fremont on Saturday from 2 to 10. Don't meet me there. Beat me there. Yeah. <laughs> and this is no, but gosh, nice job, Mark. This is not like I'm going to show up for an hour from 2 to 10. Look at you. You're hanging out. Yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to hanging out with the fans, man. I really enjoy interacting with the fans. Beautiful. You're, you're, uh, you're good people, Mark. Thank you for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Y'all have a great day. You Appreciate too. You, there he goes. Care. Mark Clayton about to go shoot 92 at Court of Vale. Love it. I would love to just know I'm going to go shoot a 92. <laughs> That'd be so great. Oh, my it's gosh. Really, that's really cool. I always feel like in my head... When a player leaves a team or or a player retires, they just kind of are like, yeah, like I, that was my past. They life. move on. I'm moving on from football. Yeah, I'll see those guys at reunions and 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 things. But sure, that's really cool that those two guys are still like homies. Well, like they and and, cool. and you know some of the 49ers too. You know, you brought up Roger Craig. Turns out they're really really good friends. You love to see that. I mean, the yes. the, the gold standard for me for that. Is uh, is Crook and Kipe, who you know we listen to mm -hmm. all, all, and and watch all the time with uh, with Giants games, and they've been uh, they've been absolutely the creme de la creme in terms of broadcasting in this city. And if you don't know, like I know it sounds like it, but if you don't know, I mean they refer to themselves as I mean that's family. They do For not sure. they do not go a day without talking to each other. It's like uh, uh, Mike and Mike. Like, they were on the radio and they'd have a great time. Yeah. They didn't hang out. Like, they didn't talk. No, no don't think so. Crook and Kipe, ha like, hang out yeah, and yeah. talk. Totally, That's totally. Cool. Um, so, yeah, Mark Clayton, God, one year he had a little bit over 1,100 yards on 60 catches. He averaged over 19 yards per catch. The game has done changed. It's it so is. different. Yeah, it is so different. And so, I mean, yeah, here, here's Tyreek Hill, who is already in the midst of his fourth year of 1,200 yards or more. Clayton only did that one time in his entire career, and uh, Tyreek's done it in 11 games. I would, I would, I, I'm always fascinated by the idea of just picking a guy up and dropping him into a different era. And there's somewhere I'm like, eh, he probably wouldn't, like, he'd probably be about the same. But I feel like Mark Clayton is the type of player that if you pick him up and drop him into just a modern offense, doesn't he? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. It would have to be a, the Chiefs. Drop them on, on the the Vikings. And you have a like just perennial pro bowler, all pro type of guy. Yep. Yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, I, I, I feel like we hear that question with Steph Curry a lot. Like, yes. Steph Curry in the bad boy era. How's he doing? He'd have been fine. I agree. I agree. Right. We always hear, oh, gosh, they'd have what? beat him up. Like, they, I, don't, I mean, <laughs> they wouldn't have been able to catch him. One of my favorite clips of all time, it's Michael Jordan and Steve Kerr and maybe Ron Harper or somebody. I can't, maybe Scottie Pippen. I can't remember. Uh, it sounds like I'm comparing this. Scottie Pippen, Ron Harper, one of those types Same of players. Uh, and they're shooting from the, from the hash mark. And they're like heaving from their waist trying to shoot it. And it's like Steph, Steph pulls up from there. Flick of the wrist. And it's a bucket. Flick of the would, wrist. There would be, that. that's the big thing. There would be, yes, there'd be an adjustment for Steph for sure. But there would be a huge adjustment defensively on how to defend it. Uh, we got some Warrior stuff for you here coming yep. up at the top of the hour. Draymond Green speaks out on his relationship with Jordan Poole, his desire to be a lifetime warrior, and much more. Steve Kerr with some interesting comments on Andre Iguodala yesterday. So we'll get to all of that coming up at the top of the hour. Let's hear some phone calls, though, on this game. Dolphins and 49ers coming up this weekend. We'll have it covered from top to bottom, as we always do on Sunday, right here on 95.7 The Game. Let's go to RJ in Fairfield on with Willard and Dibbs, except for it's Kyle in for Dibbs. RJ, what are you doing? Oh, getting, uh, I'm on the elliptical trying to get these calories in. Man. Look at you. Look That's at you. Standing. Is this a post-Thanksgiving <laughs> thing, or is this something you do every Friday? Oh, my. I'm detoxing from uh, the Thanksgiving weekend. That was, Damn right. Uh, I ate like crap. I didn't care about life. <laughs> <laughs> are you still hungover, RJ? <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I'm good, I'm good now. I did, man. I looked. I, I looked down on Friday, and I was like, "Hey, we got to tighten this thing up, man. We we, we got to tighten up, right, RJ? We got to tighten this up." Yep, yeah. No, you, you look good on YouTube, man. It's all good. No, I appreciate you, man. Right, but uh, but I I really want to talk about this 49ers matchup. Um, I called in to Shasky and, and Vontae, and I told them how big this game is going to be. Um. I think third downs are going to be key for this game. Um, if you look at the, the Dolphins, like I said, how do you keep a high-powered offense at bay? You, you have to convert on third down. And uh, Kyle, I'm talking to you. You yes. better, you've got to be in your bag this weekend on third down. Okay. And I got a question for you guys. I got. I say, um, I say that. Do you trust Christian McCaffrey to get you two yards? Elijah Mitchell, I trust Elijah Mitchell, but he gone. Jordan Mason, when you put Jordan Mason in, you, they, the defense is gonna know that um, he's gonna be running the ball. He ain't a, he, he doesn't catch it off the backfield. So um, I think Christian McCaffrey, you, you are up this week. You are the X factor of this game, and you need to be in your bag. So this big game, guys. Who are we? Who are the Forty ers We gonna see after this week, because like you guys said. We haven't played nobody. I feel like this is our this is a we already lost to a high power team uh, in the Kansas City Chiefs and Miami. Man, if you want to be in the Super Bowl, this is the team you got to beat. Just saying. 
Uh, I'm with you. Yeah, thanks, RJ, RJ, thanks so much. I, yeah, it feels like an arrival for the 49ers if they win this football game because it would be five in a row. It would be eight and four. It would be a signature win. Mm-hmm. It would be like, we're, we're, we're here. We're here for Super Bowl conversation. By the way, in a couple minutes, so I texted a buddy of mine in Vegas yesterday because I wanted to get a late. Thank you very much. I wanted to get, and when I say buddy of mine, not just somebody who lives in Vegas, like somebody who um, runs the lines, somebody who used to work at the Win. He's working for he's, FanDuel he's now. A bookie. Yeah. So I asked him, I want to know where the 49ers sit in the landscape of the NFC. So I got neutral site spreads. If the 49ers, and we already know that at home, they are minus four against the Dolphins, which means on a neutral site, what? They would approximately be minus one. Mm-hmm. So I want a neutral site numbers for the 49ers against the other top teams in the NFC. And you might be a little bit surprised with what he sent back. So we'll have that for you in a second. But he's talking about the run game with RJ. How about this? From Jimmy Garoppolo on Jordan Mason, because you said it a couple of minutes mm-hmm. ago. You don't want Tevin Coleman, and we don't necessarily know where TDP sits in all this. Garoppolo yesterday was asked about Jordan Mason, quote, He makes it tough on defenses, and I think those are body blows that wear on you in the fourth quarter. So it'll be interesting to see a full game with him. Jimmy Garoppolo just gave you a little bit of the game plan. Maybe. Or maybe he wants to see a full game, and he's like, it'd be interesting. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he's uh, maybe he's nudging Kyle Shanahan in ways that he never has before, but has a little <laughs> bit this year. Because sure. he's like, yeah, you, I'm a free agent at the end of the year, and you can't franchise me, so I can speak a little bit freer. But I doubt it. I, I, I think yeah. we've been waiting for this. We want to see it. Um, and and I think Christian McCaffrey will be a full go, but we know that even when he's a full go, mm-hmm. there's a full complement of other stuff coming out of the backfield. Let's see what Jordan Mason can do. This is a perfect game with rain. And by the way, the Dolphins' defense is nothing special. Let's see Jordan Mason and what he can do. And I think we saw against against the Rams in particular, both last year and and this year, that the Niners' identity on offense is get behind their offensive line and run the ball downhill and punch teams in the mouth. I'm not sure the Dolphins have really been punched in the mouth this year. And so if they're going to do that, and we saw that they can still do that. Against the against the, the Cardinals, they had two different game plans in the first and the second half. They were two different teams. So I think we're going to see that because I think RJ made a great point. One of the best defenses against an offense like this is like, hey, Tyreek Hill can't hurt you standing on the sideline. Neither can Jalen Waddle. Yeah. So I think we're going to see the Niners get behind their offensive line and, and try and punch the Dolphins in the mouth a little bit. And given the what we've seen from Jordan Mason, granted, I think it's 10 carries. It's a small sample. But that guy runs his ass off. So he runs hard. This idea that the Miami Dolphins are this overwhelming point-scoring machine, I know that there are idiosyncrasies to this. Two have missed some games. Mm-hmm. But... Again, it's largely been built on a four-game window the last four weeks against four really, really shoddy teams. Sure. Okay? Because, for instance, if I look up and down the standings right now, even in just the AFC, I'm going to count up, let's see, one, two, three. Three. Okay, I guess it's just only three teams have scored more points than the Dolphins in the AFC. If I add in the NFC, 
We've got another one and two. Okay, five teams have scored more than the Dolphins. So they are. They're very, they're very good. But the Seahawks have scored more points than the Dolphins this year. Mm-hmm. The Bengals have scored more points than the Dolphins this year. Mm-hmm. I say it to point out, like right now it, it feels difficult for the 49ers to hold the Dolphins to, to, to 21 or less. It, it, it really shouldn't be. They scored 20 against the Patriots. They scored 21 against the Bills. They scored 15 against the Bengals. They scored 17 against the Jets. They scored 16 against the Vikings. They scored 16 against the Steelers. That was the front half of their schedule outside of that fourth quarter run against Baltimore where they rallied back. And then they've had this four-week run of 30 or more Mm -hmm. four weeks in a row against four really bad teams. I think the 49er defense is going to be fine this weekend. The the thing I keep coming back to, and and, and I think de- you could definitely be right, but the thing, the concern I have is, A, what the Niners defense looked like against the Chiefs, and just the problems that the Dolphins present with their athleticism and with how fast they are, and the fact that, like, they do what the Niners do with their passing game, but, like, they can just do it a little bit further downfield, and I'm just, there's there's... The Niners defense can adjust, and maybe they will, and maybe they learned a lot from that Chiefs game, and that'd be great. But you can see where a super aggressive Talanoa Hufanga, super aggressive Tayshawn Gibson, oh sure, uh, we're getting get downhill and burned. then get burned over the top. Those are just kind of the little concerns I have. Where it's like, man, you could see the Dolphins who lead the league in explosive plays just generating like four or five plays that just Good. kind of swing the game. Yep, Armstead back. Their tackles mm-hmm. are both out for the Dolphins. So, uh, But yeah, it's a benchmark game because both of these teams are riding winning streaks against mostly bad teams. So that leads to this being the benchmark of like which winning streak matters more. Um, I think we're going to get a big Nick Bosa game. I, the guy starting at left I tackle agree. for the Dolphins stinks. Yes, he does. Uh, young player. Brandon Shell. Yep. The Warriors return to the court tonight at Chase Center against the Bulls. Tip-off at 7. Pre-game coverage with Warriors Live at 6 right here on 95.7. The game you can also catch all the action on the free Odyssey app. All right. Coming up next, get to your phone calls and anything Niners-Dolphins related. 888-957-9570. Draymond speaks on Jordan Poole and his future. Plus... We've got a treat for you, straight out of WEEI, some of the great phone callers who have called in today on Boston Radio to rip the Patriots a new one after the game that they put on film last night. This will make you laugh. So this is all coming up next on 95.7 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.